Well, hey there, and welcome back. You are going to love today's guest. And this episode couldn't have come at a better time because we are smack dab in the middle of the holiday season here in the U.S. But before I introduce her, I wanted to let you know that it's going to be another week before I share all the details about the Vision Driven Mom movement. I know I promised it would be out this weekend or this week. And well, life has been happening here and it's just going to be another week. So I thank you for your patience, but I'm going to tell you it is so, so, so worth the wait. Now, the movement is about getting healthier and happier by moving your body while intentionally moving your life forward. It's about becoming more of the mom that you want your kids to see. It's about creating a new intentional legacy for our families and generations to come and doing it all with a collective of like-minded moms by your side. Because I truly believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood, and that we can do anything together. Now, while I'm putting the finishing touches on the Vision Driven Mom movement, you'll want to do two things. Download the VibeCare Toolkit at VibeCareToolkit.com to get on my email list and Join the collective of moms in the Vision Driven Moms Facebook group, Vision Driven Moms with the S on the end, so that you'll be the first to know about all of the goodness that's yet to come. And now I'd like to introduce you to an incredible woman. Christy of Clean Eating with Christy is a certified sustainable wellness coach. She helps women develop the skills to lessen the overwhelm in the fridge so that they can consciously make healthy choices and gain confidence in the kitchen. Nutrition has become such a big part of Christy's life that she has dedicated herself to helping other moms solve this very problem in their own lives. You can find her at Clean Eating with Christy that's clean with a K and, and Christy with a K and on Instagram, clean eating with Christy um, with a K for clean and, and K for Christy as well. Now, I don't know about you, but I've been eating for comfort for as long as I can remember. And Christy and I have a great conversation about why we eat for comfort and how to recognize the signs. It is such a great topic in the midst of the holiday season. You're going to love it. Enjoy the show. This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood, from fear, loss, and heartbreak, to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Well, Christy, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much. This is, it's a pleasure for me to be here and to be able to talk with you. So thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, can you tell us a little bit about your journey, about how you came to be clean eating with Christy? (laughs) (laughs) I sure can. I sure can. My journey did not start um, with clean eating. I will say that. Um, (laughs) I love that. What what it isn't is, or was it what it wasn't? Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, we all kind of have those aha moments. Um, So just kind of going back, oh gosh, like 30 years, um, you know, I was raised in a home. My mom was working 
dad had my dad had his own business and it was actually a ice cream fast food business. Um, so that not that, you know, I, we sometimes want to blame, um, one specific thing, but it was a small business. So we were helping out. We were working there a lot. And what just happened was that's where meals came from. And my dad would bring stuff home and we had huge ice cream containers in our freezer and, you know, kind of all of the things. And, um, you know, just kind of fending for ourselves when our parents were working. And one of the things that, um, always was around when I was growing up was food. So if you were happy, you ate, if you were sad, you ate, if there was a Mm. celebration, you ate, um, you know, there was just always, and it wasn't just like chips, it was comfort food. So, um, you know, the mashed potatoes and gravy and like all of those things. So that's kind of what I grew up with. And then moving out on my own and going into a very young marriage. Um, I was married before I was 21. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I took those because that's what I knew. Right. So I took those, I made those meals and, um, that's what we kind of, um, made and had to eat. And unfortunately the marriage was not, um, it was not a good marriage. It was toxic. And I found myself feeling empty and alone. And what did I do? I used food because that's what I knew. I used food to fill the void. And so what gradually started to happen was I gained weight, starting to feel uncomfortable with myself. Um, you know, and when the marriage ended a few years later, I was a single mom now at the time. Um, but the same thing, right? My skill set was I don't feel good, I'm gonna eat. And there was no being aware of that that emotional eating. Um, and so it was a lot of fast food, it was a lot of takeout. And it was when I was 30 on my 30th birthday, <laughs> um, standing on a balcony with my brother and looking at the picture, realizing that that's what I looked like Mm. and facing the emotion of, I don't like how I look. I don't Mm. like how I feel. I don't like how I look. And then knowing that my daughter was also viewing this as she was growing up and what was I teaching her? That was my moment of, okay, Christy, something has to change. Right. (laughs) Um, And, you know, to say that now, 17 years later, right, um, it's taken me this long, (laughs) literally taken me this long. And I continue just to make changes and and do things every day, but it it was a slow process. And one of those things where I knew there was, you know, I couldn't continue to eat takeout and fried food. I was also a single mom and my budget was really, really tight. And so how could I make my journey work and not have to make a separate meal for my daughter because I couldn't afford it at the time. And I also wanted to be a model for her. So lots of things came into play, um, with that. And the one thing that I have learned throughout my journey, and this is kind of where clean eating with Christy came about is I had to simplify it. Mm-hmm. I really had to take away all of the extras, all of the excess and simplify it. And it's not, um, there was a time where I was a raw vegan mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like everybody goes through their journey and everybody right. goes through what works for them. It was not sustainable for me. So I could not continue to do it. Um, but it, what it did was it made me focus on my food and where I was getting it from. And so it is, 
you know, I eat very plant-based now because that's the source of the food comes directly, like, you know, from (laughs) where it is grown and that I find I get the best results from and I feel the best when I do that. Mm. Um, So it's been a long journey, but that's, that's where I have ended up and that's where I am happiest um, as well. Yeah, I love that. And thank you for sharing that. There's so many nuggets in that journey. Um, And I, what it boils down to, at least from, from listening to your journey is that it's all about self-awareness. And I love how you Mm. went to the raw vegan, right? Yeah. Because I think sometimes we go, okay, so here, here I, I, you know, I was, um, I was, you know, raising my daughter um, at the way that I was raised, right? With the, right. with the fast food and the comfort food. And then you go all the way over to the raw vegan and then you find your center. Like, I think that yes. happens a lot. We kind of, we don't mean yeah. to, but, and, and then we find like what, you know, it's the self-awareness, what actually is going to work for me. Exactly. Um, and, and is that, is that kind of what you, it sounds like the whoop, we tip the scale way over here and then we're, oops, yep. okay, let me write it. <laughs> Yeah, because I think we're always searching. Um, And even now, like if I'm not careful, I find myself searching for things on Pinterest or Googling things or on Instagram, right? You find something that works for somebody and you say, oh, well, why couldn't that work for me? Right. And that's where that came in from. Well, I don't need dairy. I don't need, you know, all this stuff. But then realizing that in order to do this, I literally need like five hours in my day to be able to prep the food and I was working full-time outside the home, right? Right. So you also kind of have to, there's a balance of like, do you want to do this? If you want to do this and that's fine and you have to give up these things, right? right? But there's there's other things too. I want to still live and I want to enjoy my life. And, um, you know, I can still eat plant-based without being raw vegan. Right, right, Um, right. Right, and and all of that. So, <laughs> and I love yeah. how you talk about simplicity too, because that's yeah. it, right? I mean, we're yes. moms, we need simple, oh, we gosh. need yes. to make things as simple as possible because life yep. as a mom is not simple. I mean, life in general is not simple, but, uh, but we need simple. The simple is sustainable. You know, it's simple is yes. much more sustainable. Now I'd like to, like to go back and talk a little bit about that, um, about that realization when you were going through your divorce and the, and about the, the eating for comfort. Can you speak into mm. that? Because that is huge. And so, yeah. um, this is a little backstory on me, but my, um, mm. We, we didn't have a, um, a, a fast food restaurant or a, a, we didn't have a small business, but we, um, my sister coined us, um, the, I think we, we were in our twenties, um, the bread family, right? She mm. called us the bread family, totally about comfort, right? It, yes. Because the baked goods were comforting. Oh, you know, yes. and, and so, and so, and it, it yes. I didn't, and I used to laugh and, oh yeah, we're just the bread family. And then I had this realization, it was maybe 10, maybe, maybe six to 10 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I learned how to do mindful eating and it completely, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> can you speak into the, the oh, eating yes. for comfort a little bit? Cause that's yeah. hugely important. You know what? It really is. And oh gosh, that mindful eating. I love that, right? For you to be able to know what you're doing and why you're doing it, um, you know, is a really big thing. So I think, you know, even for my family and I will 
So this is one thing too that I have learned on my journey um, is that you will fall back very easily into where you came from. Mm. It's it, it, it's almost like an addiction, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and food is an addiction for a lot of people, <laughs> myself included. Right. Um, and so it is something that you are constantly striving and working to not, I don't want to say overcome because I think that might be the wrong word, but just to become aware of, and like you said, mindful, right? Um, So that you're not just falling back because it can be that mindless just falling back. But my family was one where we don't make waves. Mm. We are like, so if I, if I feel you, if I feel you and make you feel good, right? You're not going to be angry and you're not going to want to make that wave. Oh, Um, right. Yes, because you're happy and you, Mm -hmm. you don't want to, um, you know, disrupt that. And so there is a lot and still to this day, like when I go back home, it is this like, okay, what can we do to to make you happy? And, And let's go eat here because this is going to it's not that verbal, like I'm going to make you happy with food, but it's there. It's that right. <laughs> underlying. What a realization, right? Yes. That, oh, this mm. is how we create happiness in our lives. This yes. is this is happiness. Food is happiness. Food is and happiness. That's what we equate it to, right? Until you get to that point where then you're not fitting in your jeans anymore. Right. Right. And then you're like, I'm not happy anymore. So now you spiral into a feeling of, well, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to keep eating. Right. 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 And then we just continue. Then it's more of a, like almost a depression or like that kind of state. So it starts out as happy. um, And I think pretty much as any addiction, right? It starts out as happy and feeling good. And I love this. And then it's, to that place of, no, I don't, but I don't know how to stop it. And Mm. so, you know, that's kind of where, (laughs) where that plays into it and where that is. And it's so easy, especially around the holidays, um, you know, this time of year, when we go back home, that is one of the hardest things because what we don't want to create those waves with our aunt, you know, Karen, who's giving, you know, whatever she's brought her our famous pumpkin pie and we don't want to say no, or we don't want to bring our own dessert. Like that's something that I have learned to do personally. And some of my clients do the women that I work with them, they get to that point of being bold and confident and speaking up for themselves in Mm. a way that maybe it's not words, but maybe it's through food. right? Right. So instead of eating the pumpkin pie or the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top, I'm going to choose to bring a fruit salad. Why? Because that makes me feel good now. And I know that it's, it's, I think the other thing too is right. It's no longer a immediate gratification. Mm -hmm. It's looking at when I look back at this day, you know, in two weeks, I want to know that I did the very best for me and realizing that we get to have a voice. We yeah. get to decide for ourselves, not have somebody decide for us. Right. Yeah. Um, I love you know, that. There's and a lot wrapped into that, but <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot wrapped into that. Right. And in sure. the, um, the, uh, the, the eating because, and I, and you touched on this too, the eating, the eating, 
with the family and you don't want to make, mm -hmm. make waves and you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because you're not trying this and that and the other thing or eating the, you know, the, the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top or whatever, whatever it might be right. mm -hmm. and being polite, but we can turn it around as this is what feeds me. This is what yes. my body needs. And you mm -hmm. feel free to do whatever you want to do. But this yes. is what, I mean, how beautiful is that? I mean, that that's, yeah. that's self-love wrapped up in a bow. Right? But it, I mean, it is right. But yeah. how hard is that right. to, it, it's almost like, and again, you know, 48 years old, stepping into my dad's home again. Yeah. Sometimes we almost feel ourselves like shrink down into that 10 year old girl. Yeah. Right. Of like, okay, I'm going back home. I'm only here for a week. I only have to, you know, or like a weekend, right. I only have to do this for three days, but then we shrink back into yeah. who we used to be instead of stepping up into who we are now. Mm. And who is this, this woman, who is this new girl? Because this is the person that we've always wanted to be. And right. now we're her. So why are we afraid to, to share that? and right. to show who we've become. Right. Oh, that's there's, beautiful. You know, there's that question. You're speaking my language too, Christy. I, as <laughs> I talk about, I talk about becoming, right? We're always, mm -hmm. we become who we want to be um, with the choices that we make right now, today. That's Huge. how we become, yes. right? We don't, yeah. you know, we, it's not over there. And I'm sure that you do, that you do this with your, um, with your clients too. It's not a weight. It's not, it's not the number on the scale. Mm -hmm. It's, it's you become that person, you become her. And I also find that, you know, if you do, if we do, um, shrink back and we do the eating in the weekend of eating or whatever, you know, eating the old way, um, mm -hmm. that is much harder to get back on. <laughs> it's not, no, it's it much is. harder to get back in the groove because that's an old groove, right? That's the old patterns. Yeah. They're hard. They are, they are, yeah. you know, I like to say that they, they're ingrained. They, yeah. They're very ingrained and they, they, they yeah. run deep grooves in our, um, in our minds. Oh. It's, and it's all about our minds. It's not, I mean, the, the eating for, eating for, um, for fuel and eating for comfort are two completely different things. When we're eating for fuel, we're eating for, we're, we're feeding our, our, our bodies and our minds. But yeah. when we're eating for comfort in that opening that pantry, and I can't even tell the, when I had that realization that, you know, it, and I think it started with, a, um, the mindful eating exercise started with eating a, a grape or no, not okay. a grape. It was a, a raisin. And it was uh -huh. just that like feeling all of the sensations of that one. And it was, oh my gosh, like I completely <laughs> amazing, right? missed everything about eating a raisin. You know, I mean, yeah. just, just the, the, the sensations and the smell of it and the taste of it, the different parts of the tongue, but that realization that when I open the pantry and I, I've begun to to uh, to mm -hmm. ask myself, why am I here? Why? Yeah. And, and why am I here? Am I feeding my? Am I fueling my body and my mind, or am I yeah. am I in here for comfort? And I can't. And I've been able to shut the pantry door. Okay, I'm in here for comfort. What else can I do? Can you speak into yeah. a little a little bit oh. more into that yes. and how you change those old habits? 
Yeah. So, you know what, that's, I mean, that's huge too. Um, I think one of the, so something that we always start out with, it seems like we always start out with one goal, right? Like I want to, I want to lose 20 pounds, right? It's always the scale that for some reason defines the goal, right? right? It's the number. Yeah. It's the number. It's the scale. Why? Because for some reason at that number, at one time you felt your best. Right. you know, kind of where it comes from. And then when we get to that number, it's like, ugh, like, you know, you don't like it or, you know, you want to lose five more pounds because now why you notice you have like a little muffin, you know, a muffin top, right? right. Over top of your jeans. So, oh, if I just got rid of this five pounds. So your health is so much more than the number on the scale and yeah. what you're eating right? Like what you said, it's that mindfulness of like, Hmm. Okay. I like, if I'm closing the pantry, what else can I do to kind of move away from this? And that's, I think that's where it always somehow starts with food and starts with the scale. But when there's something, and I found that for me, it was moving my body and it was Mm. exercise that really um, helped me when I was in that place. Okay. Let me remove myself from the situation and Mm -hmm. I'll go for a walk. Right. right? Or I'll go to the gym, whatever that was. Um, And then once you do that thing and you feel good doing that and you realize that you don't need food, then you can, then you can add on to that. Right. Right. It's like a, you have to habit stack. I don't know if, you know, you're probably very habit stacking. Um, familiar with that habit <laughs> yeah. stacking, right? Right. So you do one thing and then you can add another thing. Mm-hmm. You can't do it all at once because right. our brain's not used to that. Yep. But I encourage the question and I do this myself too. Like I will never tell you to do something if I haven't already done it or am doing it. Yeah. Right. And that question is like, why do I want this food right now? What is this food going to do for me? And if it's truly food, you know, as opposed to like a chip or like pretzel or, you know, something like that, then, um, you know, if I need it, then that's fine. But what do I need? What does my body need right now? Maybe Mm. it needs fresh air. Right. Right. Maybe it needs sunshine. Maybe it needs, um, you know, just picking up the phone and actually talking to somebody. So I don't feel alone Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, um, and it's different than texting, right? Texting is different. It's just a different world now with that. So, um, that is a question always that I ask, like, what is this doing for me? Right. The same as when you're at, you know, at a party, um, you know, or with your family over the holidays, why am I going to eat this pumpkin pie? What is it doing for me? Right. If it's not going to do anything, then I don't need it. I can still have a conversation with, <laughs> you know, so-and-so without necessarily having this. Yeah. Um, but it's that stopping for that moment and just being aware. Mm-hmm. And we so easily can drive through without being aware. And we're just numb because it's just something that we do all the time. Right. When you are aware, you notice all of those raisins and the, you know, like all of the things in your mouth that's happening when you eat, um, you know, and just to like, I, I am walking down the stairs to go to the pantry. Why? Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Why? I know it's the, why am I, why am I here? What, what is it? And it's just such a, it's such a habit. It's just, you know, it's a pattern. It is. Yeah. 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 
it's that habit, it's that pattern, it's that, you know, it's that cue, it's that I'm going to feel good when this hits my mouth. And that's what you're going for. So then you have to look at it at a different way. Like, okay, I can still get this feeling, but it can last longer actually, right? right? Then and just- it can actually be an authentic way of, you know, because the food, food is temporary, you know, it's just, it's so temporary. Yeah. yeah, It's the, it's pretty much while we're eating it. (laughs) Exactly. And then what? Then we feel like crap afterwards and we go through this spiral and, you know, I actually, I had, it's funny because I had a client um, message me and she, she went out to eat, she went out to dinner and we had talked about her food choices before. And I asked her, I said, how do you feel? And she goes, I don't feel great because Mm. she ended up having the pasta and there was like two drinks that she had. Um, And I said, you know, why? Because for so long you have been eating so differently. Now your body is actually like, this is how you would feel on a regular basis. Do you remember that? Oh, I love that. That's awareness, right? right? Yeah. So aware. And then next time you're going to remember this. And I think it's always important too, right? To take that point of where we feel uncomfortable or where we don't like what is happening to take that and say, I don't want to feel this way. So that can be a memory point for your next time when you go out to eat. Right. Um, you know, not saying that you never go out to eat, but you just make a different choice because you don't like the way that you felt, right? Right. Our brain goes back to like almost the most recent point that it can remember. Yeah. Um, And so we can just stop for a second and we can say, I don't want to feel this way at whatever point that was. And then make those changes so that we don't feel that way when we're aware and when we're mindful to be able to do that. You know, and I love that. I love that, um, that realization um, that, okay, I don't want to feel this way, but then how do I want to feel? And when, and and I love that, like taking that, creating a solution out of the problem, right? And not focusing on the problem. I don't want to feel this way. How do I want to feel? Okay. So if I did want to feel this way, what would I eat? Well, I would, I would get in touch with uh, clean eating with Christy because (laughs) she can help me. That's right. (laughs) She can help me. She, she, you know, she, oh, she's an answer, right? She's an answer to this question. You know, this is how I want to feel. I want to feel energetic. I want to feel good in my clothes. You know, and when, with, when I work with uh, clients, we do visioning. So in health and well-being, mm-hmm. number one, it's the number one relationships are number two, but number one is everybody wants good health and well-being. Right. And it all everybody, starts yeah. with, with, uh, with how we take care of our bodies and, yeah. and creating those solutions. Okay. And I like to say, instead of the scale, instead of a number, and I know that the number is, it's helpful for to to sit as a guidepost, right? Right. But as a reference I, point. As a yeah. reference point only. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I love yeah. the I love the 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 um the the uh the vision of I'm at my ideal weight. I feel yeah. amazing in my skin. You know, maybe I have a lightness in my step or I feel mm-hmm. really great in my clothes, you know, and, yeah. and instead of that number and that that um and because I think too, when we look at the number, doesn't it make it hard? Like it just makes it oh, 20 pounds, man, that's going to be really so, hard. Yeah. So hard. And if it's more than 20, forget it. Right. Because it's always like this insane number. Right. Um, 
And unfortunately, that's where those quick fixes, like we've learned that, oh, I can lose five pounds in five days, um, you know, and that's what we want. But really, in reality, it's taken us 15 years to get here. We've gained 50 pounds in, you know, in 15 years. Right. So we have to take all of that into account. So I love that visioning. I think that's, you know, take a deep breath. Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? How, um, you know, I don't use this a lot because it kind of sounds a little woo woo, but sometimes when I'm on my, like, you know, my, not my rant, but like, what would Christy in her highest self? Oh, I do? love that. So right? I, I love the woo about that, Christy. I, <laughs> some people are a little nervous about it. So like right. when you're a client first starting out, they're like, what, what does that mean? I mean, it yeah. took me years to do that. But honestly, like as my highest self, what would I be eating right now? I'm not going to yeah. eat fried chicken, right? right? Or like French fries, because that's not what my body needs or, um, you know, sitting on the sofa, watching Netflix, binging Netflix. Now my highest self would actually go for a walk and she would take deep breaths and she would be in nature and she would feel good. Right. Those are like, we don't, um, we don't recognize our highest self because we don't talk to her enough and we don't really understand that she's somebody that we actually can reach. Right. And that we can be, I think that's important too. Yeah, that's, I call her um, your inner mentor. You know, she's, mm, she's, you become more of her. And, um, and asking yeah. yourself, if I were her, which I am because I'm, you know, I become her every day, yeah. what would I be doing? You know, mm. if I was, if I felt, if I felt amazing in my skin and had a lightness in my step, would I be, you know, stopping through at the drive through or would I be, you know, right. in the pantry? And yeah. then just that awareness, that that ability to just step back for a moment, instead mm-hmm. of that that um, it's it's reactionary, right? I mean, that's what we're doing. Oh, we're we're 100%. totally it, we're 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 um we're just following what we've done before, and and I like what you talked but, about the habit stacking too. Is that you can't mm-hmm. just take something out; you have to replace it with something else, right? You can't just stop eating. This no. is my diet. I'm going to stop eating. You have to replace yeah. it with something, you know, yeah. something, something that's nurturing. Now, um, we, when we first started talking, you talked about um, simple and sustainable. And I love mm. those two words. Can you speak a little bit, um, a little, a little bit into, um, into what that means? Yeah, absolutely. So simple for me, because when I was a single mom and when I was starting, you know, kind of my life all over again, Mm, I had, it had to be simple because I, I didn't have a choice. I did not have, um, you know, I, I, my support system, um, while my family supported me, they didn't live nearby. So it was just me. So it was something that had to be very, um, very simple in order for me to do it every single day because I knew that a change couldn't happen unless it was something that I could repeat over and over again. Right. Um, so my, what I use for, and still to this day, like, you know, you're talking 17, 18 years later, I still do the same things. Why? Because it works and because it's simple enough to work. Right. Like there's sometimes where I feel like I can add something else in, but other times it just, I go back to the very basics, the, the bare minimum because that's what works. Um, and then sustainable because I realized after years of going through the yo-yo diets and the fad diets and starting all of this over again, that 
in order for me to live the lifestyle that I wanted, it had to be sustainable. So I had mm -hmm. to, no matter what season of my life I was in, I had to be able to do the same things every single day. So it had to be something that made sense to me um, yeah. and to what I was doing and what I was achieving yeah. to be. Yeah. I, I mean, so. th those are beautiful, concise, perfect <laughs> words for in order to make change. Yeah. Because I think, you know, and here we are, we're, 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 um, we're closing in on the end of a year, right? Yeah, we'll have again. January 1st <laughs> again, right? Somehow yeah. it's the longest, shortest two years of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And, you know, and we go into, and there's this pressure, you know, and, and I'm sure that you see this too. You probably, I don't know, but I would imagine that you have, that your business explodes in January where everybody's thinking, oh my gosh, it's a brand new year, my new year's resolutions, yeah. but it's gotta be simple in order to be sustainable. And it's gotta be yeah. simple in order to, and if we go, and I think for a lot of us, at least this was me, until I realized, no, I don't make, I, and that, that's why I do visioning instead of New Year's resolutions, because it, right. it's, you're becoming, and it's mm -hmm. not a, oh, I'm going to change mm -hmm. everything. I'm going to, you know, yeah. I'm going to, um, I'm going to run 30 minutes every day. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to become vegan. I'm going to um, <laughs> meal prep, uh, you know, I'm going to do all of all these the things. things. Yeah. And then we fail because yeah. it's, it's not simple enough. Mm -hmm. and it's not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I've done it too, right? Like every year January, this is what I'm going to do as opposed to like okay, I can do this all year, right? right. Like right. I'm going to the gym now. I go to the gym whatever, you know, 3 to 4 times a week. Why does it have to be a resolution? You know, right. I just it can be the same thing. Um January can be a start or it can be something that is, you know, something that you're doing all year and not waiting for it. So many, like right now, people are waiting for January to start their right. year. You know, I'll just you wait until after the holidays. I yeah. will load myself up and I will continue yeah. that pattern. So it'll be even more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or my, like my philosophy and what happens with me, just because I was the black sheep in the family. So I was the rebellious one, right. Is that if I restrict myself, that leads me to rebellion. Right. And it, it works with anything in my life. If you tell me no, Christy's going to do it. So if you right. tell me no for food, I'm going to do it. So yeah. it, that's another reason why that's simple and sustainable. I'm not telling you no, but I'm going to tell you, like, let's take a look at this and see how we can modify it, right? right. Or like re-examine um, what it is so that you still are getting whatever it is, your carbs, your sweets, your, uh, you know, whatever that is, your gluten, dairy, whatever, right? But we right. can just do it in a more mindful way and in a way that isn't going to wreak havoc on your body and your system, Um you know, because I'll, you know, I'll be honest, you get old, <laughs> you're older, you know, and um, it just, it, your body doesn't respond the same way. Things so. change. Right, right, right. And oh, I love yes. that little, the little tweaks, the little things that we can little do ones, and yeah. not mm -hmm. all of it at the same time is yeah. unrealistic. So Christy, if there's one thing, if there, if, if our listeners, if, if they're thinking, okay, so if there's one thing that they can start today, what would you suggest? 
Oh, this is my favorite question. <laughs> oh, good. So I love veggies. Veggies mm -hmm. are my jam. And if there is one thing that you can do, I would say to add vegetables into your meal on a regular. Mm -hmm. um, and if you can, I would add vegetables into breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. That is a, you know, just a, it simple. We all have access to vegetables. It doesn't have to be fresh. It doesn't have to be like a crazy thing. Um, even if you are adding just some broccoli, some steamed broccoli, mm -hmm. um, into your meals once a day, do this over time and you will notice, notice a difference, but vegetables really, um, our body believes that it, believe it or not craves vegetables mm -hmm. and it needs vegetables. And that was, that's a very simple way to start. I love that too, because you started with adding, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't start with taking away. No. I think that's, I think that's a beautiful, okay, we'll just add some vegetables. Uh, that's yeah. perfect. We all can do that today, right? We yeah. can do that right <laughs> you now. Can. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait I till January 1st, do it now. <laughs> I like that you said too, that it didn't, it, it doesn't have to be a certain way. It just needs, it could be the steamed broccoli or it could be anything, but just adding something some vegetables. Yeah. I love that. Now, Christy, can you tell us about a time in motherhood when you either achieved something or you overcame something that initially just felt impossible? Oh gosh. So I think it, it takes me back to, um, right now where I adore my kitchen. I love my kitchen. I spend mm. a majority of the time in my kitchen. When I went back to, um, leaving my husband with my daughter packed in my car. Mm -hmm. I had to live upstairs in my best friend's um, bedroom upstairs mm -hmm. in their attic for about three months. I didn't have a kitchen. I never would have imagined that this is the work that I'm going to be doing with women transforming their lives, coming from a place where I didn't have a kitchen. I didn't have anything. Right. Um, and now I get to share with women, how they can change their lives and their family lives and use my kitchen as an example to do that. Um, I love so I that. I love that story. Isn't, isn't that such a, <laughs> that's such a contrast, right? Cause this uh, is, this is. is your life right now. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and at one point you didn't have a kitchen. That's, I love that. I love that. Oh, Christy, I have loved this conversation. Um, we've, it's been a while. We've been trying to, to arrange <laughs> this interview. I know. And it's okay. It's the perfect timing. Now, can you yeah. tell our listeners, how can they find you? Yeah. So the easiest way I think to find me is on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, and I keep it very simple. So it's all together. It's clean eating with Christy, um, Christy with a K and clean with a K. So okay. I kind of um, do that, but clean eating with Christy, or you can go to my website, clean eating with Christy.com. Okay. And, um, everything is there. My contact information is there and I share lots of good stuff. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Christy, thank you so much for coming on the show and for taking the time and for sharing. I think, and I mean, it's not just now because it is, the, it, it is, it is November and, mm -hmm. and Thanksgiving is next week. Um, 
but always that 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 um, that realization that we tend to use, and it's not our fault, right? It's nobody's fault. It's just patterns right. that we've that we have that we have fallen into the pattern mm -hmm. of eating for comfort, but that there are other ways, and that you know, using the food as fuel. And how do I feel? This has been a, yeah. an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for sharing and, oh. and for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed this. Thank you. Absolutely. Goodbye for now. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. Now, if you haven't already, go ahead and download the High Vibe Toolkit. It's a mom's guide for taking yoga off the mat and into your life. You'll learn how to create your own unique toolkit full of tools for raising your vibe quickly and getting yourself out of a funk in record time next time you find yourself in one. Because funk happens, right? You'll learn how to tap into your inner mentor to cultivate more joy, more connection, and more harmony in your life as you return to your natural high vibe self. You'll raise the vibe in your home as you reclaim your own inner vibe. Now, this is the only guide designed to help moms who want to feel alive keep their yoga vibe flowing both on and off the mat, no matter what comes next. So download the High Vibe Toolkit at www.highvibetoolkit.com and reclaim your inner vibe. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.